You're listening to Podfabula Productions, a mashup of fiction, nonfiction, ideas, and commentary, created and narrated by your author host, Victor Aquista. Today's episode, Trade, a microfiction short story. Hey everyone, thanks for listening in. Since this is the inaugural podcast, I thought you might want to learn a little bit about the origin of Podfabula Productions, as well as this particular story. Podfobbler is the noun stemming from the verb podfobble. Much as a painter is someone who paints, a podfobbler is someone who podfobbles. It's unlikely you're familiar with the definition of that word because I made it up. Yep, that's right. I made the word up and came up with the definition. It almost feels like superhuman powers of creativity to do that. I Google searched the word and got no hits. However, now that I have created the word, There are a number of hits on search engines, but still no definition. Let's find out if these podcasts will change that. To me, podfobbling is along the lines of loafing, idling, goofing off, since I particularly enjoy that sort of downtime, and I also believe such activity or non-activity provides fertile ground for creativity. I wanted a word to capture this concept fully. I suspect there is a part of you that enjoys podfobbling as well. I believe doing nothing is actually doing something. It's a paradox, a Zen Cohen of sorts, as is the entire concept of Podfobbler Productions. You might think a Podfobbler would not produce much of anything. Think some more. These paradoxes are tough to figure out. Now to today's story. Microfiction is a type of flash fiction, generally under 300 words. This one is the result of a writing prompt for a sci-fi contest, and is actually a little longer. The prompt required the following theme, set in the future, an exchange of goods or services when money or credit is no longer in use. Incidentally, I never entered the contest because I missed the submission deadline in true podfobbler fashion. I was trying to convey a certain mood and have the reader visualize the scene as it unfolds. See what you think. Trade. He studied her. Thin, dirty, hair matted, probably hadn't been brushed or combed in weeks. Pretty typical of most who came to trade. Baby was thin, too, sleeping in a raggy blanket. You want food? Baby gotta eat. She drew the child closer, trying to soft-spot the traitor, but she could see in his eyes that would get her nowhere. You, me, baby, we all got to eat, else we're dead. Simple as that. Ain't enough food to go around. What do you bring? She reached into her sack. It's brand new, still in the box. An Apple Watch? He laughed, more of a sneer. Lady. He rotated the monitor, showing a patchwork of security camera feeds, thumbed the screen, and enlarged the view. Here's my current inventory. They ain't worth squat. She glanced at the screen, showing easily 150 Apple Watches piled haphazardly. A gasp followed. It sounded tired, defeated. She put her sack down, shifted the baby to free her hand, and studied his hard face, slowly unbuttoning her top. Not interested. Then just to rub it in further, 
even if I was, ain't worth more than a day's rations. Look, if you got nothing to trade, you're wasting my time. She didn't move, but motioned with her eyes to the camera pointed their way. He joysticked over their image, and it went blank. Satisfied, she reached under her belt, into her crotch, and pulled out a double bag, wiping the sweat and whatever else on her upper thigh. Inside, she showed him the white crystalline powder, but pulled it back before he could finger some. It's clean. Where'd you get it? Trying to unload some stolen G-rats? Does it matter? Probably reclaimed off a dead man. You know that ain't legal. It's not harvested, and it's not sea origin. You can check it. The Geiger's in the back. Damn sure I'll check it. As he disappeared behind a curtain, she pinched the baby and he began to cry. She brought him for that very reason, that and protection. Returning, he waved the Geiger. Mm, no radiation. You got more? His tone was a little softer. He produced a balance scale. Just this. The baby was now screaming. She watched as he poured the contents onto a waxed square. Fifteen grams. Two cases of protein powder. He's hungry, the infant wailed. Two point five. Glancing at the crying baby, he grunted, Deal. As she packed the cases in her sack, she eyed him, made sure he didn't pull a gun. Baby's gotta eat. He watched her leave, moistened the tip of his pinky, and dabbed the white crystals, touching his tongue, savoring the moment. He rolled his eyes. Salt. Damn. Wonder where she got it. Don't much matter, because I got it now. He opened the safe, deposited the salt, and clicked the security camera back on. Hey, thanks for listening. Incidentally, the notion that Roman soldiers were paid their wages in salt is a myth. The Latin word for stipend, salarium, is similar to salarios, having to do with salt but that's as far as the connection goes. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. All podcasts are available on my website, www.writingtoraiseconsciousness.com. They're also available on major outlets such as iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, as well as on my YouTube channel. Search for Podfabula Productions. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell your friends. Also, check out my Amazon author page for a variety of fiction, nonfiction books, and short stories. Till next time. <laughs>